0: First of all, apologies to people who are listening on the recording for the, the low quality. Um, we forgot the mic tonight, but you guys are going to have to deal with it. We're going to try and repeat as many questions and stuff as we can possibly do as we go. But um, yeah, soz. Um, yeah, cool. So I'm just going to do a, a quick talk tonight on like something a little bit bigger than just like depression, anxiety, but still related to mental health and just like on that topic of just like thinking and just minds and just like mind patterns and things that we can we can struggle with at times um yeah so please feel free just to think of as many questions as you can um while i'm doing this talk i promise i won't be long but i do think this is important to touch on while we're on this topic so all right here's a little scenario for you guys to imagine imagine there's this like there's this girl that you know that you're friends with. She's um, sort of quite new to Christianity. She's like maybe been walking with it for like a year or two. She's like trying to figure things out in her life. She's, she's like she gets a lot of it, but there's a lot of it she doesn't get. And you can kind of see that in her life. And you can tell she's trying to like she's really trying to find like the the ultimate just like, yes, this place of rest and this place of just like. I'm I'm so stoked with God, and I'm just like, and this is so real to me, this is so amazing to me. And you can see that in her. You can see that she's just like striving as best that she can. She's just chasing hard after it, running hard after it. But she's just like, it's just not happening. And it's just, she's just not getting there. And she keeps speaking to you. She keeps speaking to her other friends and your other friends and everyone. And she's like, okay, what do I do? Because like I'm honestly chasing this the best that I know how, but it's not happening for me. And now imagine this, right? And in fact, you probably don't even have to imagine this because like we've probably all been through this. You get different answer after different answer after different answer after different answer from every single person because everyone starts to basically give their own opinion of what's helped them or like what they think the right answer is. And then what happens is the person who's receiving all these answers is super overwhelmed because just like, like, but I tried that. But I, I can't, I can't do that. But you, it's easy for you to say and da 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 da. And all of a sudden, all these like like people who are trying to help actually end up overcrowding this person, and they end up shutting down. They end up getting upset. They're overwhelmed. They can't think. They can't see clearly. You, you guys relate to that story at all? Like anyone? Is that yeah? Like, I personally find that I've like every time I've sought an answer on something literally every person I've spoken to will probably give me something, something different from the last person. And it's just like, okay, that's cool. I appreciate that. But what do I do with all these answers? Like, is one of them right? Is many of them right? Are none of them right? Do you know what I mean? And like, I feel like that's as much of a, a mental health like thing as anxiety and potentially depression and stuff can be as well. Like you can live in this place of just being overwhelmed all the time or just like not being able to see clearly anything in your mind or not being able to see clearly in your life or just having no order in how you be able to process thoughts. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this is less like uh, taboo and less like an actual illness or disease or anything like that but it's it's super like impacting on your life. You guys know when you just get like like brain fog and you're just like mm-hmm. I just can't see I just can't like you can see and you can touch you can do all the things that you normally do but you, your mind is just like mm-hmm. bogged down or you're just weighed down and it's like like for lack of a better like uh, way of putting it, it's just like there's this heaviness in your mind and you can't describe it any other way than it's just this thing that just clouds and blocks your your way of thinking. Like you're just overwhelmed. You know what I mean? So, okay. Um, <clears throat> and then what happens is, usually for people in, in circumstances like that, and I've totally been in circumstances like that because... When, when you get to that place where you're just overwhelmed, you've had so much come at you, and then you've, you've been let down and disappointed so many times, you actually start to shut down about that topic to everyone else and you push people away because like, I can't handle that right now. All I got to do is focus on what I can do day to day, just my practical things. And then, and then we're afraid that um, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to hear another thing that we're not applying to our lives. And it's just going to add on top of the, of the list. Another thing I'm not doing. Another thing I'm not doing. Great. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you so much for your advice. Like another thing I'm not doing. Great. Thank you so much. And it's just, it just keeps going. Um, And like, honestly, God aside, Christianity aside, the Bible aside, (laughs) life can be just by itself overwhelming as it is. Like I reckon, I'm sure there's a link to mental health issues and the state of our current culture and the state of like technology and how many people there are in the world and all these things, right? We're constantly bombarded with information like no other or generation has ever been bombarded in their lives. Like we're on social media, right? So we're, we're receiving thousands of people's stories and events and opinions and all this stuff every single day. Like literally no other generation in the history of the world could ever have conceived of receiving that amount of information, but we receive it every day. And we're so used to it, we just scroll through, scroll through, scroll through. And we're just processing, processing, processing. There's got to be, I, don't, I haven't researched it, I don't, I don't know. But I'm sure there's a link between how our culture functions and operates and the amount of increasing mental health issues and just the fact of being overwhelmed and not being able to see clearly in your life. Like so many people are just hungry just to see clearly who they are and what they should do in life. It's those simple things. But this this world is just like crowding that out and it's so hard to even find those little simple things so what i want to say tonight is that we can have and please hear this in the most open mind as possible and just 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 rest in it (laughs) as best you can we can have a simple ordered and clear mind we can have a simple ordered and clear mind and I know some of you probably don't have simple, ordered, and clear minds right now. It's complex, um, messy, and unclear. I don't know the opposite of clear. Um, Muddy. But Huh? Muddy. Muddy. There you go. Thank you, Kathy. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's all I want to say is that we can, just a short little talk, we can have simple, ordered, clear minds because God is the God of order. God is a God of simplicity and God is a God of clarity. And so even if you don't feel like you have that clear mental space, like that clear, just like, you're at peace in your mind, like things aren't dragging you down. You're not being overwhelmed. You're not overanalyzing everything. You're not in this place of just like mental instability. Even if you're not in that place, what I want to say is that there is a grace for us to get to that place. And I just want to talk about it and just like, hopefully bring that before us and then pray about it and ask God to take us there if that's where we're not right now anyway um yeah so like I said before like life can be overwhelming as it is right then you add God's stuff on top of it and you think that God's going to be like um you know answering all these questions for you then you then you quickly find out it's that the Bible can be viewed as incredibly complex And there are so many different opinions and so many different ways of thinking. And sometimes when you express your opinion, someone goes, oh, that's not right. And you're like, oh, great. Another thing I got wrong. Thanks. Cheers. And then it's just like you add that on top of the complexity and overwhelmingness of life. And it's like, I don't even want to talk about God right now then. Can you see that? Let me just say this straight up. Can you see that that is an incredible strategy against Christians, against people to get them to not want to deal with God? Just, just in a blanket statement kind of way. If I can get you overwhelmed to the point where you think God's unknowable or too complex or confusing, or I can't relate to him, there's no way I'm going to have a relationship with him. So, yeah, so the the degree to which we are uh, crowded and unclear and overwhelmed in our minds is, I think, the degree to which we've been strategized and fought against by the enemy like that he would go after those things because he, like everyone knows that when you get your mind in the right space you are like a machine you're like unstoppable like there's so many like self help quotes out there that are just like get your thinking straight get your perspective straight see yourself who you are and dah, 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 dah. and then your life will change and they're right it's exactly how it works and, and until you get yourself in that that mental space you're not going to see change like especially um, as an example, like, um, Ben, you're a personal trainer, right? Imagine trying to train someone who just in, in absolutely no way believed in themselves, right? That would be, I'm imagining, pretty hard. Yeah. But... That's
1: like half the job. Yeah. Convincing people that they kind of, like, can.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Getting themselves to see themselves in the right perspective. Yeah. Um, but when, when someone actually sees themselves as someone, oh, no, I can do this you don't even need a personal trainer anymore. It's game over, you've lost a job. <laughs> like, cause you can't stop that person. And the difference was the clarity in their mind, how they saw themselves before and how they saw themselves afterwards. Anyway, let's keep moving. Um, okay. I want to show you that this is a reality in the scriptures, but tonight's main focus um, will be on the how of how to actually get a free mind and be rid of mental health issues because I know that's what most people wanna hear. So when I I listened to Ben's talk last week, it was awesome and it was such a good laying foundation for like how to approach mental health issues and stuff that goes on in your mind. But my big question at the end was, okay, how do I do it? Like if I'm struggling with mental health issues, how do I get set free? (laughs) Do I pray? Do I worship? Do I go see someone? Should I stop taking pills? Should I? What should I do about my friend who's not a Christian? What about my mom, she's been struggling with this for years? Does that make it worse, does that make it harder? What if you've got anxiety and depression? Like, I just want practical answers, right? So if you're, if you're all about practicality, tonight's a night of practicality. <laughs> and like answering how we actually get set free. That's why I want to do a Q and A, because I want to actually answer those really practical questions. Um, but first, before that, we have to go to the Bible because I don't want you to just think I'm just making this up and making you think like God's actually like this just because I want him to be. I want to, I want to actually show you that he is these things and he wants these things for you. Order, simplicity, decomplexifying your mind, clear thinking, just peace in your mind. Has so anyone ever had like a, a moment or even a day or a season or whatever where your mind's just been like at peace? Like, yeah, like just that rest for even just a little bit of time. How life-giving are those moments? They're amazing. You you can't be like taken down in those moments. You're just like, whoa, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just feel good. (laughs) I just feel strong. I just feel clear. I just feel, I don't know, you could add anything on there that's good because your mind is is so powerful. And what I want to say is that God wants you to be in that place and he's going to give you a grace to be in that place. And I know so many people are not in that place. And so often I'm not in that place. But that doesn't change how I view the scripture. Like I've, I, see, I see his character in, in, in the scripture and I know that's where he wants to take us. So anyway, point number one, if you're making notes. Is anyone making notes tonight? Kathy, thank you, Kathy. I'm glad I make this point for a reason. <laughs> um, God, point number one, God is a God of order. God is a God of order. Just a reminder, please be thinking of any questions that you have. And we'll get to that in just a second. Um, Okay. The reason I bring up God when I'm talking about us is because we are created in his image, right? So if you find something within yourself that's part of your character that isn't part of his character, that's got to go. That makes sense, right? That's pretty simple. If we're made in his image, we're made after his character, after his likeness, well, then we should just be like him. So if we find something within ourselves that's not within him, I think there's grounds to say that things should go. So if you find that your mind is just not ordered and you just can't see clearly, that's what I want to talk about right now. Um, Now, when God created the world, he goes, let there be light. And then he said, let there be this, let there be that. And it was, and it was good. And the first day, the next day, let that be this, let that be that. And it was good, end of the <laughs> second day, and the next day. Third day, same thing, same thing, same thing. Pattern, order, simplicity almost. Uh, it's just super like, there's a pattern to it. Mm. It's, it's obvious, it's, you wanna say something? Mm. Yeah, go, of course.
2: He created um, plants and fruit and the reproduction of animals yeah. through a pattern. Yeah. You can actually follow this pattern. It's, it's, and this gentleman, centuries ago, discovered, in his, his name is Fibonacci, yeah. and he's like my oh, favourite. Yeah. And he actually, through this pattern of numbers, he actually created shells that start forming using <coughs> this number sequence. Um, when a plant grows, you first got the shoot, because the number sequence is one, one, two three, five, eight, and it goes on 11, it goes on. And when a plant shoots out, you've got the single shoot and that single shoot will then grow the two leaves and then wow. another and then another leaf will grow and that's the three, then another leaf will grow, two more grow from that one and you've got the five. <laughs> so he, and the wow. bees reproduce that way, the cows reproduce that way. Oh the my formation gosh. of the pineapple forms in a circular motion, which is the same motion that the nautilus shell forms in. and and it's just formed by this pattern, this ratio. And, and God created everything wow. in that ratio. And it's ordered and sequenced. And it's the most beautiful number sequence oh my gosh. in the whole world. Mm.
0: that's insane it
2: is it's insane you look at it and you look at his creation and yeah. know, and the shells the way how yeah. perfectly they're made and he created them in this number pattern yeah he's very
3: old
0: mm. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The golden ratio. laughs> yeah yeah all all that stuff yeah the golden ratio the and, golden ratio and ratio. All, all those things like that's part of nature mm. and even the the um the helix and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that. And our
2: bodies too. Our bodies are made to a proportion as well. Our head fits a certain number of times the length of our body. Oh yeah, yeah. Our heart is the size of our fists and our feet fit from mm-hmm. here. It's just numbers and oh my God. stuff everywhere, and God created wow. it in such an odd way that.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's uh, awesome. I sometimes
2: share too much, but I just hate no 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 no. That was like perfect. <laughs> yeah. A form
0: can't um, come from the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Um, an accident?
3: Don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, if you guys couldn't hear that on the recording, Google the Fibonacci sequence. That's all I want to say. Um, so okay, if God is a God of that much order, and that's even more order than I even originally thought, <laughs> <laughs> then like. Totally, he wants order in your minds. Like ordered thinking, like simple thinking, clear thinking, just like structured thinking even. I'll do this and I'll do this and I'm like this and this person's like this and I appreciate this. and da, 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 da. But so often we're just like, uh, I'm just like, I'm gonna go to sleep and watch TV. <laughs> it was too much, legit. Like it's, it's, so, it's so nice to be able to switch off because our minds can be so on and it hurts so much to just keep on thinking about stuff you don't want to think about. Mm. And it makes so much sense to flip out your phone and start scrolling through. Because it's like, it takes you out of that, that mental space. Mm. It's like a, it's like a, what do you call it? I don't even know what you call it. But it's like, it, it really helps to soothe your mind. To, like, temporarily. But it really does help to just think about something else for, for a minute. But like, I, I personally believe and I've experienced God pulling me into this place... Of just like simple, clear thinking, and anything that's not, he's just like slowly cutting it out, cutting it out, cutting out, and calling me deeper and deeper into simplicity. Like you guys know um, that trend of like minimalism at the moment. Mm-hmm. Do you know why that's a trend? Because it's actually from God. <laughs> in a way, because God is simple, as in like his, he, him and himself is like infinitely complex, like he's God, but I think he enjoys making things that are like really complex into really simple, understandable ways. Mm. Mm. I think he really enjoys that. And then humans love that too. I love that. When you take a concept of like mathematics and you go, Nate, it's like this, you get one chicken, you get one egg and then this and then this. And I'm like, Oh, I fully get that now. Thank you so much. That, that was a bad example, but you guys know, what I'm, <laughs> I don't know whenever you'd have a chicken chicken and to get an egg. <laughs> mathematics, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, hopefully, <laughs> um, How's this for a Bible verse? This is a this is a keeper. This one, um, Keep <laughs> one Corinthians fourteen thirty three. Oh.
3: For God
0: is not a god of confusion. That was a I did Where? too, actually.
3: I'm sorry. Oh. The hair touch. Oh,
4: sorry.
0: scared. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's okay. Totally understand. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14.33 For God is not a God of confusion But of peace How awesome is that Bible verse God's not a God of confusion If you're confused about God That ain't him Like honestly that's the enemy coming against you To make you think he's confusing He's not confusing 1 Corinthians 14.33 The context of that is in like How to structure uh, church services and stuff and it's like, should everyone just be talking at the same time? It's like, no, 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 no. You have leadership and one person goes at one time and you above all, you love one another. Yeah. And it's like, that's so God's character, that order, that structure. He's just loving people. Anyway, God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. <laughs> Some of you are confused about certain topics right now. Some of you are really confused about certain topics. Mm-hmm. But God's not a God of confusion. Mm-hmm. And if you seek Him, He will bring you peace to your mind. Even if your experience is, I sought Him and it got worse. You just keep seeking Him. Mm. Seek the kingdom above all else. Seek Him and you will... Like, confusion will leave because it's not part of God. Confusion is of the enemy. Confusion is literally para- paralyzing. When somebody's confused about life, they're just like, I don't know what to do. That's such a strategy against us. You know what I mean? To get to know God. Mm. But God's a God of peace. Mm. And I love how the, the word... I mean, he's used the word peace here in terms of mental clarity because it's not... Confusion is like all in your mind, right? And he goes, "I'm a God of peace." He wants peace up here, like simple thinking, like you know, even even meditation, like a lot of meditation. I think it's good, you know what I mean. But I think it's good when you do it with God in mind, that you're trying to stop the amount of thoughts that are coming through your head and the intensity of the thoughts that are coming through your head. Just stop and just breathe and just focus on the good things that are around you. Focus on your breathing. See, see how meditation gets you out of that like crazy cycle in your mind and just brings that peace back. It's because that, that meditation practice is a part of God. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Psalm 1 says, blessed is a man who meditates on the word day and night. Meditates, sits on the word, just thinking about the word, simple. And by peace comes.
2: stopping
0: and, and meditating, you might actually even hear
2: God. Yeah, exactly. He will speak to you.
0: Fully, absolutely. There's another verse that just came to mind. I think it's Isaiah 26-ish, but it says, um, you will keep him in perfect peace, him whose mind is fixed on you. You will keep him in perfect peace, him whose mind is fixed on you. So whoever fixes their mind on God, just stays on God, you will keep him in perfect peace. How crazy is that? I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's Isaiah 26-ish, so Google it. Um, perfect peace anyone want, anyone want perfect peace? oh perfect peace mm-hmm. then fix your mind on him and just don't leave and and like you can only get peace from that thought if what you're thinking about God is good not confusing does that make sense? awesome alright let's keep moving because I'm probably going to go way over time um, <laughs> let's get on a roll um, God doesn't want you to be confused by a topic or for things to be out of order in your mind He wants you to see things clearly and we do that by seeking his kingdom. He has a grace for us to walk in orderly, unconfusing, peaceful thinking. He has a grace for us to walk in orderly, unconfusing, peaceful thinking. I don't think unconfusing is a word, but I got a little red line when I wrote it, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Cool. Um, Oh yeah, and also you know how Jesus goes, I'm the light of the world. You know, and then he also says to us, "Where the light of the world. Mm. What does light do? Shines. Shines. But like, why do you turn a light on in a room? To be able to see. To be able to see. So Jesus is to be able to see of the world. So you can see the world. So you can see clearly. Does that make sense? You don't, you don't turn a light on to stare at the light and go, wow, it's amazing. You turn the light on to stare at something else in the room. I mean, you, you don't to stare at something else in the room. <laughs> but to look at something else in the room or to whatever. You know what I mean? The light helps you to see clearly. You don't turn the light on to look at the light. The light's not the end point. To see clearly is the end point. Does that make sense? Jesus helps you to see clearly in the world. And some of you don't see clearly in your mind. But if you pursue him, I honestly believe he'll, he'll bring you to that place of seeing... Seeing the world through the through his light. Jesus goes, the rest of the world is darkness, but in me is light. That's the only way you're going to see the whole world. Whew. Okay, point number two. God is a God of simplicity. Um, yeah, minimalism. It, it, it is a trend, and I was into it for a while, as you can imagine. I'm just like, I get caught up in lots of trends, I think. Can um, you briefly explain it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a good idea. I just assumed... Um, yeah it's built off the idea that less is more and so minimalism is like we have way too much in western society and so you can find peace and happiness and joy by removing clutter from your life and that, that would include getting rid of clothes you don't wear anymore getting rid of all the stuff in your in your house that you've just been hoarding all these years and once you actually finally clean out your house and clean out your life and simplify everything you'll be then happy mm. that's basically it Kingdom. yeah so there's um there's good stuff in it for mm. sure I reckon and there's even, like, you guys seen those mini houses? Mm. Those are crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So well thought out, hey. container. i to explain everything tonight. No, it's like. <laughs> 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 don't worry, don't um, worry, I don't really care. <laughs> you don't care? No, you can tell me
1: after.
0: These guys don't care enough. But people on the recording might want to know. <laughs> it, that, mini the houses. mini houses are just, like, um, incredibly minimalistic houses that only have the bare necessities. And they're, they're quite small and everything's compact there's tons of storage mm. that kind of stuff got a place. everything's got a place there's nothing that's not that doesn't have a purpose oh my that's like heaven
1: it's like Dude. It's like <laughs> I know. See, see how <laughs> nice it
0: yeah, is like to like think about people. that yeah because simplicity is part of god's character yeah. i reckon um uh, yeah, and there's a verse on that actually um second corinthians 11 3. sorry do I interrupt you kathy no oh sorry um second <coughs> corinthians eleven three, but this is the new king james version but i fear lest somehow as the as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in christ so paul is saying i don't want you to be deceived by the enemy and taken away from as eve was the simplicity that is in jesus so simplicity i believe is part of god's character And Satan, when he came, he didn't make it more simple. He made it more complex. Like God just put him in a garden. He barely said anything to them. He just said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, basically enjoy yourselves and take care of this earth, right? Very simple. Like anyone could have done that. Satan comes and goes, no, 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 no. God God actually is not like that. He actually has this agenda against you. He wants this from you. Um, you can be like him if you see how he adds things to the scripture he actually makes things worse I've actually found that the more I've read the scripture and the more I've gotten to know God the less I actually think about if that makes sense Like actually all I really think about on a day to day basis now I don't think about you know um, all the points of the atonement you know all these different things about Jesus said all the different parables what they could mean that's seriously overwhelming I don't have time for that anybody got time for that you know what I'm saying (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> um, but the 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 more I read, the more I'm just like all all I really have to do is just walk through life with God. That's that's really simple. I like that. That's really simple for me. I can do that. And I go, God, what what should I do tomorrow? And he goes, um, How about you love me and you love other people? And I go, I can do that. And I go, God, what what do you like? Like, what's your character? And he goes you know, like my son, Jesus? And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's what I'm like. I'm like, okay, I can, <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's very simple. Wow. And, then, and then God goes, um, I go to God, um, so how do, how do I relate to you? And he goes, you know how like your dad um, raised you since you were like a little kid and like gave you everything that you needed and helped you to grow up to be a, you know, an adult? Yeah, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like okay, I I, like, I I like that. I understand that. <laughs> see see how simple it is. That's like, yeah. I just I feel like I just summed up like so many topics in one in just a few few simple sentences, mm-hmm. and I can live with that tomorrow. Like that's, I can breathe easy with that. You know what I mean. I can do that. But if it's just like, Nath, make sure you go up and say this and do this and and read the Bible and and. Um, memorize things and give talks and do youth group and disciple this person, but make sure you don't go too harsh on them. And, or, you know what I mean? I can't think of examples right now. I'm pathetic at that, but like simplicity is good. (laughs) All right. Um, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, even Jesus goes like, you know how there's like, um, like quotes on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And it's just like, just live for now, live for today, live for the moment and all that sort of stuff. I swear, Jesus started that trend because he goes, don't worry about tomorrow, just focus on today. Like, so much, so much like, simple kind of like, awesome quotes have come from that kind of way of thinking. Like, let's let tomorrow be tomorrow. It's got enough trouble of its own. Let's just think about today and just do what we have in front of us today. Mm. I like that. That's simple. I can do that. I can do today. I can't do the next 10 years of planning to buy my investment property so I can make sure I get enough money to, you know, take care of my great 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 grandkids. I, it's just too much to me. You know what I mean? I, I can do today. I just can't do anyway. I'm going crazy tonight, hey. It's good. Um you don't know, have okay. great
1: great grandkids in ten years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I meant was no, to leave an inheritance for them. In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Get to work. laughs> that was good. I like that. Um, okay, did I prove it? Did I prove that God si- si- likes, like loves simplicity? Yeah. Yeah, that everyone? Yeah, cool. All right, let's move on. Um, yeah, last little thing. If, if you work with him, God will remove complexities from your life and help you to simply focus on what's important today. he remove complexities from your life, things you don't need to think about right now. Yes, they may be important in the future. But right now, he'll just simply get you to focus on what's important today. And people can handle today. I've mostly found. Like, it's not that overwhelming. Anyway, point number three. God is a God of clarity. God is a God of clarity. So the verse, one of the verses that um, Ben read out last week was 1 Timothy... Oh, sorry. No, 2 Timothy one seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm. Of power, of love, and of a sound mind. The spirit he has given us contains within himself a sound mind that we have access to. A sound mind. Everyone wants a sound mind. Do you know what I mean? You can think clearly, you can think normally, you can think Appropriately, You can think without overanalyzing. You can think without being paralyzed by fear. You can think without overthinking. You can think, you know what I mean? That, all I'm saying is that we have access to that mind. A sound mind. Like, the the, the word also says we have the mind of Christ. I, I bet Jesus thought simply when he walked the earth. I bet he did. I can't prove that because i was not a mind reader. <laughs> But from the life he lived and what I know of God, I reckon he he lived simply. I don't think he studied deep theology to try and throw off these different opponents and what if they said this and what if they said that or what should I say then? I don't think he was living like that. You know what I mean? I think he was just loving God and loving other people and that was it. And then God gave him what he needed to do what he needed to do. Mm. And that's all we have to do as well. Mm. See how nice it is? It's simple. Mm. Love God, love people. It's so good. Um, Yeah... Okay, I've already said a lot to this. Um, okay. Now, here's the thing. I know when I speak on this stuff, because it even includes me, that a lot of you aren't experiencing this right now. And that's also partially why I have to bring it up. Because we read these things in the scriptures and we want to experience them, but we just can't seem to. And I reckon you're going you're gonna to find that with a lot of different scriptures. You're going to read things that you go... Okay, that's there. It's obviously there. I'm not gonna argue with it. Like, I'm not gonna try and say it doesn't mean doesn't mean what it says it means. It obviously means what it says it means. Like, it's it's simple, right? But I don't experience it, and nor have I even seen anyone walk that out. So what then What do you do when you get to that like that crossroads? Like, which way are you gonna go? Now that that's why I bring this stuff up because especially with mental health issues, like we can talk about it and I can tell you what the Bible says. But until we get to the point of like, okay, next, what do we do about it? Like, really, what was the point? Mm. Because God, God wants to see people set free. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't just want to bring these topics up and just not do anything about it. When I was listening to Ben last week, I was like, okay, awesome. I agree with everything, right? But how do I see it happen in reality? How do I see someone go, like what Ben himself went through, depressed, anxious, overthinking, in fear, and suicidal and then get immediately delivered how do I see that times all the people that I know in my life that have mental health issues and is absolutely debilitating them how, that's the question I have does everyone else have that question? because mm-hmm. you should it would be weird if you didn't <laughs> anyway um, okay now rather than this is usually what happens rather than blaming your lack of faith or blaming God for not giving it to us how about we, together tonight, we openly admit that we're in a war and we just need to keep on seeking the kingdom of God until we get what we see in the word. Like that's honestly the biggest, the, the big application point I'm going to give tonight. Seek the kingdom of God. And some of you go, oh, but I've tried that. Seek the kingdom of God. But you can do that, Nathan. I can't. Seek the kingdom of God. I don't have another answer. I'm sorry. I wish I could just say a magic word and everyone should set free doesn't seem to work like that. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek God. Seek that freedom. If you have people in your life that are like suffering, seek freedom for them. Like the life that Jesus led shows that not everyone in their own life has to seek the kingdom of God for themselves. Someone can seek it for another person. Jesus sought it for other people. He laid hands on people and they were healed. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't even have to believe. They just had to say, hey, can you heal me? And he goes, yep here you go do you know what I mean that's the biggest application point tonight and all the questions that hopefully are gonna, we're going to start talking about soon the application point I want you guys to walk home with is seek the kingdom of God seek healing seek freedom seek peace for people seek that mental clarity it's there it's in the scripture now let's make that part of our actual reality and I don't have any other answer other than seek God for it and how could that not be the answer do you know what I mean that's always the answer <laughs> It's kind of annoyingly always the answer. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's what you were thinking, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Damn that answer! Just give me it! <laughs> um, Kathy? If you don't mind. Yeah.
2: Um, I was going through a lot of that. Um, the, the muddiness, the anxiety and everything. And, and then because of that inability of being able to see clearly, things start happening in your life that yeah. you don't want to. And I can't really tell you... We must have been in prayer, I know that, but I started reading the psalms, I started from Psalm 1 and the psalms, for some people it's poetry but for others it's just so strong because King David when he wrote, when he wrote, wrote that particular psalm as you go, um, they, they are so powerful because he goes through enormous trials. So he's woe is me, woe is me, woe is me because my enemies are up against me and constantly. But in every single psalm, there's always a section that just screams at you of how God triumphs over everything. Mm. How God is there for you over everything. He will trample on your enemies, you know. And they become more beautiful and more beautiful and more um, life-saving. Wow. Um with every single Psalm that you wow. read so even though Nathan says seek the gospel um, if you don't know where to start start mm. the Psalms with the number one and yeah. you will find a verse that's going to start repeating over and over for you because every Psalm will be different for everyone
3: yeah.
2: and the Psalm that God kept giving the part of the Psalm mm-hmm. that God kept giving me is wait on me because I am with you, wow. I will try and wait on me. I mean, wow. that I wasn't mm. paraphrasing because it's been a little while since I have been I went through this, but um, and the Psalms will speak to you in different ways, and they and they but they will because He is just God is just so powerful and He wants to trample on your enemies no matter what your enemies are, you know, like whoever, like if it's actual people who are. Speaking against you, or, or whatever it is, um, it is, they, they're really powerful. So if you, wow. know, if you are sitting here thinking, oh I've done that, I've done that, just try and pick a quiet time, sit by yourself in a warm, comfortable spot, and just start reading the Psalms. Yeah. Wow. They will really
0: That's that will awesome. speak to you. Cause That's awesome. That's, That's so good. good. Yeah, of
1: course. That just reminded me because I feel like now I should have said it when I did my talk last time, but how I was saying, like, um like bring your anxieties and stuff like that to go because david's a perfect example of that like he's like he obviously knows what you already know what the answer is before and you're like yes leave the kingdom but then like bringing it to god and it's like kind of like with the analogy of like a foggy mind and a sound mind kind of thing so like just kind of being like this is like the fog in my mind and just like giving it to god and throwing it all and then it's like once you've thrown all the fog it's like it's all, like, God's, like, sweet ass, thanks for the burdens. Like, he wants him, <laughs> And, like, he does. And then, like, now your mind's clear to, like, see again from God. And then he, he can come and, like, minister to you in that place once you've, like, cast them all to him. Yeah. and
2: don't forget that the Holy Spirit actually is there to make it clear for you yeah. so before you're about to pray, before you're about to sit and read your Bible say, Holy Spirit I need you, mm.
3: make this clear for me
0: wow.
2: you know? and um, and he, he really, really will oh, absolutely. do
0: it for you Yeah. Um, and, then, and it's
2: just incredibly mm. powerful Like yeah. every time you're going to pray, every time you're going to read if you have a hard time reading the Bible because you find it difficult to understand just ask the Holy Spirit yeah. every time to help you pray, help you read, um, because he's, that's that's his job,
0: that's what he's there for, you know. That's, wow, you know, that's really, yeah. wow, that's so cool. Um, yeah, thanks guys for sharing that. That's so awesome. Um, that that both those things there were really cool practical things that you can start doing tomorrow, which I'm all about. And please do that if you feel in your heart that's where you should um, we should start walking but one thing that I also want to say is without saying like I know people just want the practical point sometimes they just want to say tell me what to do it's if I did that it might not always be the most helpful thing for people because what I want to say is seeking a kingdom is far more a posture of your heart really than anything else that you could ever do Mm. like and if, if you take nothing else from this talk maybe just take okay, I, need, I want to seek the kingdom of God. I want this freedom. I want to see what I see in scriptures come to real life. I'm just going to set my heart towards God in the most simple, me, authentic, personal way that I know how to do. And then I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to do my day and that's it. And because I've, I've been in, in person, I've been in the trial past like two, two and a half months or something. And like, it's been challenging and interesting to like know how to navigate each day right but all that God's really pushed me to do is just like hey just keep going just keep walking with me just set your heart on me and just keep going keep doing your thing you're not doing anything wrong right now do you know what I mean it's just I don't want it to be this like okay seek the kingdom and you go in go and fast for 40 days and then pray all night and then don't sleep and then shave your head and then just like I'm seeking the kingdom just like <laughs> that's an extreme example obviously actually you did that hey I didn't fast for 40 days. True, true. That'd be epic. That's how you would be. Uh, Anyway, Um, yeah, but I think it's far more a posture of your heart that you just settle within yourself. I'm just walking with God through life. I'm seeking him the best I know how without overburdening myself and putting this huge expectation that I'll be set free by a certain date. I'll be set free in a certain way. I'll see this person healed at this particular time. I don't have answers to all those questions. I, all I know is we're in a war and you just got to seek the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. That's that's as, that's as deep as I can go sometimes. Um, yeah, and if, and if you are a person who's listened to this or is here and you don't feel like you can seek the kingdom of God right now, I think that's also okay too, which might sound kind of weird, but please reach out to other people to seek it for you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Please text someone call someone meet with someone email someone whatever and just say i need prayer i'm struggling like i really can't deal with even just daily life at the moment please like people can seek it for you i'll be happy to seek it for you (laughs) you know what i mean like that's a possibility we can do that we can pray for each other love one another it's good um yeah seek and keep seeking um all right let's do q a um, wait, let's see how long I went for. I'm genuinely curious. Oh, 42. Damn it. <laughs> that was my best. I, I couldn't That's have shortened any it anymore. Questions. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> no, only two minutes of interruption, so 40. We ran um down. All right, get up here. Welcome
1: um, to the house, Ben Juice.
0: Yeah, Ben.
1: <laughs> um, all right. I'm the one that forgot the mic. All right. No, no I blame
3: I just had you to me. confess mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna say how. Do you feel mine. set free now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good.
0: Um. Awesome. All right. Anyone have questions about mental health?
1: Before we start, can I say something? Yeah. That I absolutely. thought was really funny. Yeah. When you said the word decomplexifying, and I was like, "That is the most ironic word ever."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. True. How do you think of this stuff? I don't bro? know. It just holding my hand. That's crazy. The whole time. <laughs> so good but That's yeah, awesome. anyways, let's keep going <laughs> lol, okay um, yeah he's
5: <laughs> okay, um, No. A, I don't have a question yep. <laughs> but what guys, guys what you said about just having the one just focusing on the one day mm. I think it's very liberating because so I remember that was a lesson that the Lord gave me two years ago. Wow. Just focus on the days you need. I'm a bit of a planner and an organiser. So <laughs> yeah. I have a mind that tends to go ahead. Okay. And think about the outcomes of what could happen here, what could happen there. Yeah. yeah. So my mind operates yeah. like that. Yeah. I love structure. I love order. Yeah. So I'm so with God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's but awesome. I think the Lord was trying to simplify... My order. Yeah. yeah. And um, I got myself in a bit of a state one day because I started to compare myself, and often we do compare ourselves oh, yeah. with other people who, are, who you feel are way ahead of you in ministry. And, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that and you're thinking <laughs> of yourself, oh my goodness, I'm actually doing nothing. Yeah. And you can come under a condemnation, which is what I did one day. And I said to the Lord, Lord, what is this? What am I under? He said, you're under condemnation. Wow. I said, get it off me. And he said, sure. And he said, Janine, I want to tell you something. It's as you go. Like, and as soon as he said those words to me, it's as you go, uh-huh. it's like, it just, just left up a whole big burden off yeah. my shoulders. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just one day what you've got with the Lord. Just do that day well. So wake up in the morning, love God, and then have your heart motivation yeah. to love others. Yeah and just do what is in your day for yes. that one day and yes. that just set me free that's yeah. Awesome. incredibly yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It's, as you go gospel yeah as you yeah. go yeah.
0: that's so cool yeah. that's awesome cuz the the opposite of that is a gospel where you go yeah. because you think you're meant to and you're supposed to be doing x y and z work yeah. and when you don't do it you feel like crap like you said you, yeah. you did
5: you get into striving,
0: yeah, exactly. You get into
5: performance, yeah. And then you get into this, and you go, and then you get and then you get all complicated, yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think the Lord's very kind, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think He wants us to be who He's created us to be, yeah. And He will start something and He will finish it, mm. yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think it's for us to be lazy, no, in His kingdom, no, no. but. I think we need to get the pressure off us. Yeah. Because this world is so complex. Yeah. And every, like you were saying at the beginning of the talk, everything is thrown at us. Oh, it's crazy. Bombarded. Yeah. And yeah, keeping it simple. Yeah. I've actually gone on those minimalist sites too. Yeah, they're and good. i started to stream one of my whole house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you feel better doing oh, it? I love it. Oh, that's so okay. cool. What
5: girls? Housework is so much easier. Yeah, I imagine yeah.
1: it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Guys as well, don't be sexist. Oh, <laughs> no, no. housework is so much easier. Ben. That's good.
0: Um, that's so cool. Um, there's something that God pointed out to me last week because that's very on, on point of what you're just saying. I, I can't remember who exactly this is, but I think it's when the demoniac comes up to Jesus and he's like got like, heaps of demons in him and then Jesus sets him free. And then Jesus says to him, like I, in my head, I imagine he's probably not going to see this guy again. So it's basically, it's the last thing he's going to say to this guy. And he goes, go home to your family and tell them what God did for you. Aww. And I was like, so that's basically God's will for that man's rest of his life. Okay. Cause he could have said, come follow me. Do you know what I mean? And be my disciple and cast out demons with me. But he didn't. And that really confounded me. He just said, "Go home and tell your family what what God did," mm-hmm. and that was enough for him. Mm-hmm. And that would have fully pleased God mm-hmm. for him to go and do that. Yeah. And I was just like, "That's mm, I can do that. Yeah. I can tell my family what God's done for me. Like, that's not too much for me to bear. You know what I mean?" Anyway, um,
2: yeah. yeah. Anyone else questions? Can I just share another? Simple Absolutely story? yes. <laughs> you don't mind. Of
0: course. All um, oh, right. One of the
2: things that's been in my day today is that um because I'm passionate about education, one of the things that came up on Facebook was um, that there's a, there was a statistics about how intelligent children are in different continents. And um, it was just starting that in the 1960s, Finland and U- United States were all basically going the same education-wise and how in- how intelligent children are. And then suddenly Finland shot up to really, really high and became number one in um, the whole world as to how their children mm. learn the best and how their children become really well educated. And this a guy from America went to find out why and, um, and basically what the edu- Department of Education in Finland did was just completely simplified everything. Wow. Um, there is no more homework for children. Children are to spend time with their families, reading, um, spending time in fellowships, spending in time doing um, sports, arts, music, wow. just basically, wow. and this includes teenagers, and that was the number one thing. And then the second thing was that um, in total, if you think about this in total, they only go to school for 20 hours a week, and that includes their lunch hour. Oh. So on Mondays, it's like three hours, on Tuesdays, like four hours. And, beca- and because mm-hmm. children are given mm-hmm. so much more creativity to learn how they want to learn, even though they're still learning all the basics, they, they do it in that small That's amount of time. And, it's, and Finland's yeah. just shot up completely since the 1960s That's and they're, they're number one now yeah. in educating wow. children, including teenagers. Teenagers only have about 10 minutes homework.
3: Wow. wow. Oh. Oh. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 10 minutes a day, yeah. <laughs> The That's insane.
0: That shows how deeply simplicity and minimalism is like built into like yeah. everyone everywhere. <laughs> like the, the more you do that for people, the better they seem to yeah. go in life. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They don't. Yeah.
2: Um, they don't have um, multiple choice. They don't study for standardized testing. They just know. And the children, the high school students, all know three to four languages. Wow. Oh,
0: oh, oh my goodness. That's <laughs> insane. And, and it's because
2: the children want to learn because of the difference in how
1: they're getting taught. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I wonder if they do work at home without...
0: Remote. I think yeah. I just mean, I think... Because they think want to.
2: I think... Well, yeah. I mean, there's always the child that will want to do more, mm-hmm. but that's their choice.
3: Yeah, that's... So that's cool.
0: different rather than being no, yeah, told cool. that they have to yeah. do it. Yeah. So how
3: gorgeous
0: yeah. is that? she should raise our kids in Finland. I know. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I, I, that, brought, that put that in my heart, and I'm thinking, how yeah. can I bring that to here? How yeah. can I yeah. have a school that... Um, Kenny's school. Kenny's school, mm. absolutely. Mm. And I was thinking, because you know how one of the biggest problems would be is that per- parents need to go off to work, mm. Well, I would have a situation where I wouldn't charge parents to be able to watch their kids yeah. for the extra hours and the children would just have this whole area that they could just build and create with no technology. No, yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, where they could just go and be wow. children. And a kitchen where they can cook and a workshop where they can workshop and wow. you can just watch
0: the kids. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All the
2: parents could actually... Come and stay with the kids at the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that's get awesome. paid from me to, to stay there and be with the kids until to go to work. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. That's awesome. Bring it here. Yay. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah. Getting back to um, yeah. mental health issues and um, schizophrenia and bipolar and yeah. those uh, heavy duty subjects. Um, I, I've Always um, felt led to help those kinds of people, you know, through my Christian life, and um, I've been visiting in the the psych unit down at Manly Hospital probably for fifteen years, oh, wow. and well, I don't know. It's <laughs> what it's just it's something that that God has led me to. Um, it was great hearing your story, Benny, and and um, but. To, to me that's uh, that's not the common thread you know yeah. and a lot of lot of the people yeah. that I that I've been I guess ministering to you know I, I haven't seen sudden changes in them yeah. um but I've had to really just walk with them and yeah. and counsel them and continually counsel them continually pray for them and them. and it's just yeah it's just a, it's a long road you know I'm I'm not saying that that should be like that um it'd be nice to see people set free completely and yep. their mind restored but um you know i've i've had guys working with me and working for me in my business that that have been going well and they've been just memorizing scripture and renewing their minds uh in in the word of god and and ministering to other people and then all of a sudden they just get hit you know by voices and just real demonic stuff mm-hmm. and then they just completely go off track mm-hmm. and then like, <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah it's yeah. a real it's a battle mm-hmm. oh, yeah, um, yeah. so
2: sometimes it's medical it's a real medical um, mm-hmm. I, one of my biggest struggles was that my body was not um, my body was releasing too much zinc. And we actually need to have an equal level of zinc and an equal level of copper that's naturally produced in our body. And if that zinc gets depleted, which sometimes your body just doesn't keep, and that means that your copper levels rise, you actually end up with copper poisoning. Mm. And that copper poisoning can, is um, what was the reason for my, my what was going on with me. and um, and, and it's a real... Disbalance in your in your in your mind that actually um, creates a poison that you actually hear things and you actually feel things. So um, again, that would be, that you know would be a healing from Jesus is what you need. And, but um,
6: so so you heard voices, Kathy, or negative voices?
2: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not saying to you that I actually heard voices, but what? But what I I would feel, whether I can say I heard it or what I would feel, is really irrational things. Like the biggest one for me is um, that when I was in the car, um, (laughs) luckily I was a passenger, and I just saw this sign saying, register your children for soccer, and I heard you haven't done it. You haven't done it. And that just created an enormous anxiety in me but the irrational thing with that is mm-hmm. that my boys had stopped playing soccer for over 6 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, but I still, it was still in there, yeah. it was still in there and that was the one one of the clearest ones that I would remember, um, and I, and through God, I found a doctor who understood these things rather than just putting me on a tablet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He understood that we needed to check the blood. And that's how he discovered that that's I had copper awesome. poisoning, that I actually had a disbalance in my thyroid. Yeah, yeah. And I was being wow. poisoned wow. because my body wasn't making zinc. So when you don't know all the chemicals that are going on in your body, um, yeah. they can hit you. They can hit you like completely out of the blue because you suddenly ate, you know, seafood, and there's lots of metals in seafood. There's lots of copper in seafood that you that it just throws you out. So I'm not saying that God can't heal. Please note here that He no, 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 healed me completely. Mm. Yes. But um, but it is a chemical imbalance inside yeah. your body that can. Um, can throw you off, and you, yeah. you don't know, you don't expect it, you can't see it happening, yeah. and and it's very real. You you can wake up every day wow. with this sensation
0: in the chest that you just have yeah. to
1: throw away. Yeah yeah yeah. Hey Ben, can you bring the microphone
6: here? Yeah, we finished or? Yeah, just so I, it's one one thing that you do notice in people with mental health <coughs> issues is they're always spiritually more aware than than most mm. people.
0: Mm -hmm. Um. I just wanted to quickly speak on what Kathy just brought up then because she said it was a chemical imbalance in the body and that when she got those I I imagine once it was all balanced out again your health started to improve right that's an incredible godly Good thing, and I think me personally, I've struggled. while I uh, came into understanding about healing in the scripture and 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 life of Jesus and that sort of thing, and him being the revealed will of God and all that sort of stuff, I started to believe in healing. But what happened to me was I started to push away other things that were like natural healing and just like I basically would just like had this stupid mentality that was like, oh, I can eat whatever, do whatever, and then Mm. God will heal me. It's all good. It'll be sweet in the end, right? But God kind of had to rebuke me on that a little bit and say that the physical and the spiritual are not separated as you are believing right now. They are intimately connected. And there is like an incredible, amazing grace for technology, for medicine, Mm. for natural healing, for getting enough sleep in your body, Mm. for exercise, for like eating correctly and hormones and all that sort of stuff right like i don't think god just ignores that because he can just go bam zap and you're healed mm-hmm. i think that 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 stuff you, you can seek both fully at the exact same time and without compromising anything yeah. and I, that's something i've had to learn that balance is that you can go to the doctor like i only went to the doctor the first time in like a couple of years a couple of months ago and i really didn't want to go for this reason But Amber was encouraging me, she was like, I think you should go to the doctor, it's getting worse. And I was like, frick, I kind of just swallowed my pride and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to the doctor. And you know what? It helped. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to keep my faith in God that I'm seeking the kingdom, while also availing myself to the fact that if I can do something that could help me right now, why don't I at least explore that avenue? Mm -hmm. And especially for mental health stuff, if you have mental health issues and you're hearing me say seek the kingdom of God, that doesn't mean don't get counseling. That doesn't mean get off your antidepressants. And that doesn't mean stop exercising. That doesn't, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that I'm saying do both at the same time, but every good gift comes down from the father of lights. James says, so the good gift of like medicine, the good gift of all the things that God's done through technology and counseling and all these different things. They're all good. And they're all from God. Let's not separate them and say, Oh, that's physical. That's for people that aren't getting spiritually healed. I believe they're one and the same. Like even Jesus goes, it's the sick who need a doctor, right? And yes, he healed everyone that he came in contact with. And I would love to see that happen. The reality is I don't see that happen right now. So the best I can do is to say, seek the kingdom of God with your entire heart. But do not say, "Oh, I'm not, because I'm doing that, I can't go to the doctor or I can't go to the hospital or I can't get scans or I can't keep taking these pills. Like mm-hmm. you do you. You do what is peaceful for you, what you feel called into, what you feel led into, mm-hmm. and you seek health in as many ways as, as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like, God's not going, oh, I can't believe you went to the doctor. Why don't you just wait on me to, be, to mm-hmm. for you to be healed? Mm-hmm. He's like, you're my son, you're my daughter, and I want you to be healed. He
2: created
0: those things for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I really think that's a big thing that like I think our community can maybe struggle with sometimes. Like, oh, if I go yeah. to the doctor, I'm not walking in faith.
3: Yeah.
0: I totally have felt that way myself. And I'm just like it's silly it's really silly i think it's just i think it's a lie yeah. um some people teach that if you go to doctor you're not walking in faith
3: mm-hmm.
0: personally i don't believe that i reckon you can do both at the exact same time and i've i've felt that i felt me walking with god going to the doctor and also keeping keeping my faith that i will be healed by god At the in the exact same way balanced mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. yeah i hope that makes sense mm-hmm.
2: yeah. one thing that really really helped me like, me, I'm not saying everyone, but one thing that I noticed as well too is that the, the more I improved what I was eating and the more I was actually going for a walk, the better I was getting. That's awesome. Because um, because my illness was completely, completely healed through natural things, through what I was eating wow. and through um, natural products like vitamin D and, and extra zinc, which is a natural thing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um. that I have I, yeah, I, I strongly believe that through, through the Jesus healing me um, I, food was something that definitely mm. changed a lot of things for me I have a feeling like sometimes it's sometimes um, junk food is preferred because you don't have to take so much energy to, to get it because you're just too tired or you're too bogged down or you're too muddy to want to actually make yourself something healthy so you mm. go out and get a processed food. Mm. But I think that sometimes that works against you, <laughs> you know. Mm. you laughing at? you guys going on to get <laughs> dominoes, the way you said empty Domino's Watson and what's car ever? It's <laughs> nice got one
0: piece like I've got an empty mattress <laughs> bag. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I've got an empty I've <laughs> <case>. got <laughs> <know. Do> you actually? Why everyone just asking yeah. stuff? Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I put you in the spot And do you mind if I ask you What
2: was your diet like While you were having a hard time Do you remember It was so clean because you were a gym junkie
1: It actually was pretty clean but I was doing a lot of drugs So that's not oh, good okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm just I'm, like, I'm
2: super super interested in yeah. this Yeah. <laughs> I know I've been speaking a lot tonight. Sorry, guys.
0: No, it's good. It's what but, I want. But this I
2: basically, um, um, to fix one thing that I had wrong, because I seriously had about six things wrong with me, I um, went completely vegan because my doctor wanted to put me on, on this chemical drug that would actually stop one of my body parts from working um, if I took it um but so we were a bit skeptical of it so i actually went on a complete vegan diet to fix this but i um, mean i'm not telling you all to go on a vegan diet no yeah um, but for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me it actually um, it actually <laughs> fixed like it actually fixed all of my things wow yeah. know, awesome rheumatoid arthritis it away, oh. heart, heart palpitations it took it away, I had asthma, it took it away mm-hmm. um, and wow. this was purely by not eating <coughs> processed foods wow. and by eating um, by not yeah processed foods was the biggest one and yeah. sugar yeah. I had to stop sugar Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I had so many things wrong with me yeah. and it actually took so many of them away to the point where they're slowly coming back Yeah. because I'm back to eating a normal diet again Yeah. so yeah
0: and what, that's, that's awesome and there's tons of stories like that and I love hearing them but what's funny is and this is where the personal like your own journey comes into it yeah. I did the exact same thing mm. I was eating so healthy like as healthy as you can imagine like I researched mm. the crap out of nutrition and I was just like going to town on it <laughs> that, that, I, that was the sickest I've ever been in my life mm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how.
2: But I was taking doctors, medication. I was taking. Doctors, oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I was yeah. taking the, the my medicine. is all purely natural stuff. But I was taking a whole range, like ten yeah. different stuff. That was obviously supplementing my. Yeah. Because I couldn't do it without
0: it. Yeah, like, it's yeah. yeah. what's what's cool is that like, Kathy has that story of like, there's a natural way of like her being healed and set mm-hmm. free and stuff, and then. I've got the exact opposite story where I tried to heal myself in nutrition and the, the, the more I tried, the worse it got. And then I actually got supernaturally healed, I believe, at least partially from stuff I was going through straight after that season of going through nutrition. And they're, they're the exact opposite, but they're the exact same. That's what, what I'm trying to say, is that the spiritual and the physical, are, it's both. It's one and the same. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think we should separate them because you've got, you got people that are like they eat they start eating healthy and they get fully set free from depression and anxiety. And then you got people like Ben. It's just like in a moment, God sets him free. It's just like what what's the difference? Like why why did someone have to have that? Why did someone have to have that? I don't know. I don't know all the answers to that. Like you obviously had a different background. You had heaps of Jesus in your past, and maybe that played a part of it, I don't know. But like what I'm trying to say is that they're they're inter they're interconnected. They're not separate. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's both. Like if you're gonna say, oh now now Nathan, you're just saying that. Um, go go down the physical route and go down to doctors and whatever. I'm not saying that because then I can't explain people like Ben and other people that I've seen that have been immediately healed. I can't explain that. I'm just like, that's literally impossible that you were like suicidal one day and then anxious and depressed and on, um, on antidepressants and the next day you weren't. I've never seen that before in my life. You know what I mean? And I don't think any diet would, you know, do that immediately. Or maybe it would, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But you guys know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're interconnected they're and I don't think we should separate them and that
2: we're all different and yeah we're all different, different exactly pathways are going to help different
3: people.
0: yeah that's it yeah. And, and even for me like I I saw some breakthrough when I got like I, I feel like I was spiritually healed of some stuff like I had some rashes all over and they went away and my back pain and that went away but then other stuff didn't go away and now I'm like like kind of like experimenting with some dietary stuff and it is actually helping so I'm just like I don't know what, how that all works I don't really care all I want is to be healed and I think that's what God wants too and I'm just going to seek as many avenues as I can because I don't think that one of them is bad and one of them is good. Mm. They're all good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, did you have anything I, you want to say?
5: I think there's a cookie cutter approach no, there's not. No, to not. mental illness no, or definitely not. any healing. I mean I remember years ago of a man who used to bring in at least five to six mental ill people into his home mm. with he and his wife and they used to love them, feed them, give them a room, and just minister to them whenever they needed it. Also, he got through most of the, you know, led most of them to Jesus, and wow. um, many of them got set free in his home. There was one girl who was really, he just couldn't get through to her no matter what he did. You know, he showed her so much love and he just couldn't get through. So he went into his prayer closet one day, and he said to the Lord, I really want to help this girl, but I don't know what to do. So he called upon God's wisdom, and the Lord said to him, go out and buy a pink, fluffy pair of slippers. Oh. And he said, what? what well, time he'd go, did I hear from God? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he thought, oh, well, can't hurt. It. Yeah. So he went out and bought a pair of pink, fluffy slippers, he wrapped them up beautifully with a bow and everything, and he presented them to her. And he said, look, i bought you a gift today. She unwrapped them, and she just burst out and cried. Oh, my gosh. And he said, and this lady was schizophrenic, and he said to her, well, what, why are you crying? And she said, all my life, I have wanted a pair of pink fluffy slippers. Mm-hmm. So God wow. knew what was yeah. in that woman's heart. That's amazing. And I think that's why it's so important for all of us To be really led by the spirit, so like not every situation is cookie cutter. Mm. Mm. You know, you've got to really listen to God and get that discernment and get that wisdom Mm. to really help people. Um, and he was able to help that lady lead her to Jesus. Wow. And um, she was set free over a pair of pink fluffy slippers. Wow. So that was mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, I've always remembered that story because it really yeah.
0: So I personal know. as well.
5: But I was gardening the other day. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I love gardening because yeah. God speaks to me oh, so much in the garden. Oh, really? Wow. And I love how Dan does that too. But I was cutting down a tree and it was dead at the base, at the root. And um, I was cutting, I was trimming the tops and just pulling it off. And then all of a sudden, I pulled on a massive big root and it brought the whole tree down. Wow. And as soon as the whole tree toppled, it was an old lemon tree, um, the Lord said to me, that's what my truth does in someone's life. Wow.
0: Mm. So
5: like you, when you get to the real root mm. of the situation wow. in a person's life, um, the, whole, the whole web of lies that, that per- is over that person can just go boom, 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 mm. boom, boom. You um, just goes collapse. Amazing. Because the, root the roots truth come, come up. Dealt with. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Mm. That's so cool. Mm. God speaks me during movies, so I like that one better than gardening. That's because 'cause we're just personal. We're all different. That's yeah. it. We've got our own I love that. We've all got, we've all got our own journeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so cool. Do you have anything you wanna say about that?
1: Uh no, I don't okay. think so.
0: How did you get healed?
1: How did I get healed? Yeah.
0: 'Cause like sometimes you can share a testimony and it's like, oh, well, it's great for you, that you got healed, but like what about me? Like I'm like I'm just I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. Um The weird thing is I don't know, like, for sure, because I was pretty like just didn't grow up like with any idea about like the spiritual apart from God being like kind of transcendent. And but I feel like that story that I was talking about with the clothesline thing and that how if people were there last week, but I was like On the ground, like groaning for ages or something, I feel like I just got delivered there just like supernaturally by God. But then, like, when you kind of don't, um, yeah, like partner with like God and like receive Holy Spirit to come and fill that place, that will just come back. And that's why, like, I felt so much joy and then I got scared and then I just received it back in as soon as I, like, I went to the doctors, did that test, and they're like, Wow, you're like way too dangerous, you need to get on pills, and I'm like, "Oh, frick, I'm depressed, boom, and just receive mm. it back in and I feel like so I feel like at that point I actually got healed and then I just like received it back again mm. and then I feel like um that that time when I was listening to that sermon as well like I got fully delivered again, and then I don't know, you kind of can just like. I feel like we get, like, free without realizing a lot of the time. I just, like... And, like, God was, like... Because when I started doing that Harvest Chapel school and then also just reading the Word um, in the New Testament and then just, like, deciding to be, like... When I just, like, was, like, okay, God's Word's above everything, so what He says is legit, regardless of what I see. And I was, like... And then He kind of just pointed out to me like that how like I have like been set free and I was like oh and then you're like oh okay and like what and like not to feel any condemnation if you don't feel like you've been set free and you can't you're not at a place where you can like receive that as like believing it I was just like God just kind of father me into a place where I was like just like realize the power of his word and that it's 100% true. And so I was like, okay, just in a really childlike state being like, okay, I believe it. And you're like, I'd already been set free, but I just wasn't like living in what was like there for me in the freedom. And then I was like, oh, and then once I realized, once I was like, oh, I do like believe that I'm set free. Cause I was still on my medication after I'd been set free for ages. And then like, and like, that's fine and I wasn't condemned at all I was just a little kid with Jesus and I could have been on it till now that's fine it doesn't do mean anything but then one day when God like just opened my eyes that I really did believe that I was free he was like you don't like you don't need your tablets anymore like one morning I just woke up to go have them and I just was like God was like you don't need them anymore and I was like oh yeah I don't and I just felt like so much peace and I was like I'm free and like kind of I already was free and it's like, I just believed it and then I, it was done. Mm. It's kind of like a, like, like faith is like being sure of what you hope for instead of what you do not see kind of thing. So like you, you don't see it, but you believe it. And then when you believe it, you do see it kind of (laughs) thing. like the opposite Yeah. yeah and it's like and there's no pressure on you to believe it that's what I was trying to come across with like God doesn't like want to put any pressure on us to believe he's just like wants to lay out all the evidence that he can to show us that we can believe and then all the reasons why we can't we bring to him and then he takes them all And then that's when our minds can get clear because he can just come in and like declutter all of that and then just give us the reason why we can believe and then we can. Mm. So it's not like a work to believe. It's just because I feel like we get very trippy about faith and make it like a work Mm. because it's like not by works that you are saved but by grace through faith. And I was like, okay, so faith is not a work then but we always make it a work and we strive for faith. Mm. But it's like, no, you don't strive for faith. Like you can't make a point and run and try and get to faith. It's just like, like what you're talking about as well with hope, like in the garden bed of hope, faith grows. You mm-hmm. said like ages back in one of your teaching nights. Glad you remember that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's what God, like, all the message of the gospel, it says so many times that it's a message of hope because, like, He doesn't want to push belief onto us. He just wants to give us that seed of hope and just, like, chill out if faith isn't there right now and just, like, be bringing those reasons why you can't have faith to God. And then he'll bring that faith for you. Cause like, he's already given us. Yeah. He's given us that like measure of faith or whatever, but then I don't know. Yeah. Just no pressure on the faith mm. thing. Cause yep. I, I'd always grown up and like, and I slipped back into it a little bit afterwards and mm. I only just came out of it like a week ago. <laughs> and it was so, it was so crap. Cause I was, as soon as I got set free, I got brought into the biggest place of peace and I did. I actually did not, not in a mean way, but I didn't really care about much because I was just, like, free and, like, a little kid again. And, like, without noticing, I just forgot about tomorrow and the next week, which I you're always worrying about when you're anxious and stuff like that. And I just kind of was, like, got up in the morning and you just care about the day and you care about loving God and loving people. And the thing about, like, loving people, loving people's easy when you love God and loving God's easy when you let Him love you. And so then it just becomes really easy because... You're just like, yeah. And it was like a week ago. I was still stuck in this and I was hating. It. I was like, God, where the heck did my peace go? I was like, I know it's right there, but I just can't get it. And he's like, yeah, you've been trying to get it. And he was like, you're trying to like, because I was really going after loving people. And he's like, and I was like, I really want to love God. I really want to love people. And then you make a really <laughs> stupid thing out of it. And he's like, he's, and then he just showed me, he's like, it's easy to love people when you love me. And it's easy to love me when you let me love you. And I was like,
3: oh cool
1: and then I just kind of just got like silly again and just like a little kid and then it just kind of now it's just peace
0: that's sick I don't know what you said at the beginning sorry <laughs> no no you answered I said, how did you get <laughs> a little peace like if someone was curious as in like how you got healed did I answer that yeah you did yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. Some, somewhere, in, somewhere Yeah. I don't know somewhere in your peace nah that's good does anyone else have any other questions?
2: Yeah, Ben, I have one for you. Mm. Yes. Um, you can contribute if you want. <laughs> well, yours. Um People say that those that are quite like vocal about their int- sorry the plan, but I'm going to um, vocal about their intentions to kill themselves. Um, it's sort of like a mentality of like crying wolf and they shouldn't be taken too seriously from like a suicide watch point of view yeah
0: what's your experience with that and point of view um i was going to quickly repeat the question so people in the recording can understand uh the question was people that hopefully people heard it anyway but um people that uh vocalize suicide usually aren't the most in danger because it's usually the the quiet, silent ones that are actually going to go through with it. And so the question was, Ben, what's your experience with that?
1: Um, <clears throat> As in me personally, or what I've observed, or both.
3: Because I feel like I.
1: Yeah, I feel like I haven't. I don't know if I've observed that much, from like other people. I don't know if I'm like an amazing judge of that because I'm not like a. I don't know counselor or whatever or the people that would see it a lot um but like with myself at least I wouldn't like tell anyone um because then I don't know they'll try and help you and you like no one's going to help me anyway and you don't really want people to know that it's going to be like a thing and you also because you just think it's like everything you do is like a burden on other people so you don't want mm. to burden them with that, and you're like, mm. you would rather just like slip away quietly as a thing. Yeah, I, I don't. So I don't know about other people, but yeah, I wouldn't have like been like telling the world because then, because if you actually do want to, then you don't want to tell people because they'll probably try and stop you. If that makes sense, but I don't know. But I don't know if it's like I wouldn't say that's a blanket rule. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. yeah
2: my yeah. experience. both situations, they were dead silent, mm-hmm. and they both succeeded. So a, like, like one particular um, mum, she knew something was up, but she never, she says she never, ever, ever realised how serious it was, because for her it was, she was just not going to care it. And, um,
4: social worker, I guess, by trade, but mm-hmm. um, in my experience of suicide, like, I've had two young people I've worked with. One was very vocal about it, where it was at the point where she made a, sorry, this is really more it, but she made a suicide box I found mm-hmm. one night at midnight, which had, like, razors and penadine and matches mm-hmm. and everything, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where um, I had to get, like, emergency involved and everything, and, um, the Doctor said like her brain was so scientific that she planned everything right up to she planned her funeral But in that case like she was She didn't succeed Basically, um, maybe it was because she did get help, but she constantly spoke about it. Yep um, But I also had another youth girl who did talk about it and she did succeed <coughs> as well and she um, did commit suicide and um and I've also had another girl that did succeed as well <laughs> and um, wow. that she was completely quiet. Wow. So I think it depends on the, yeah. the person and the way they yeah. communicate um,
3: yeah.
4: as well because I think sometimes people can talk about it into cry wolf a bit and sometimes they can talk about it from yeah. um, like it's how they communicate. Yeah, They're trying to tell people slowly. That's their
0: way, Yeah,
4: And um, it's their personality maybe. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they're just like like dead quiet. Like you don't want to just go there and you slip away quietly. And um, it's really hard. Like everyone's gonna be different. Like like this whole night has been a thing. Everyone is so different.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, so true. And everything like that. So it's a really tricky thing to gauge. Um,
1: and the and the thing as well with crying wolf, like even if it is, it's like still a cry for it's help. Like regardless. So yeah, I wouldn't like disregard any mm. yeah. but yeah, yeah I would say that's
2: yeah. just my son. Right. Yeah. And I guess it's a little it's a little bit similar to to um what I was saying before, that it doesn't matter if they cry wolf. Yes yeah. to yeah. every time. Yeah. It doesn't matter so oh, why yeah. so what if they cry crying wolf? Mm. It's obviously a need for attention. Mm. It's obviously they need love. Mm. Um just let them do it, just let them, in. And, and I guess in a sense, be bothered every time
3: Yeah. Because
1: they need For sure. Because there's always a reason why people say stuff. Yeah,
3: for sure.
2: I had a young girl that I, was, I spent a lot, a lot of time with, and um, she was a bit of a cry wolf, but she never tried it. But she just needed so much attention, she just needed to be loved.
3: Yeah.
0: Any other questions?
2: Sorry to the mood. No, no. <laughs> nice. No, <that's> good. <laughs> There's, I reckon there should
0: be nothing taboo here. Like everything yeah. should be oh, yeah. okay to talk about. Um, yeah. What yeah.
4: about if you're like trying to support someone and you know they're going through a hard time, but everything you do just doesn't seem to work out? Or mm. like, you know, it just seems to bounce back and yeah. maybe you yourself are getting a bit tired. Um, yeah. And I'm not talking about like work, but a personal, like a friend or something yeah. like that. Like, how do you handle that? Like, you want to love them. Because yeah. um, they're obviously not, but you're yes. just getting worn out, mm. I guess. But do you mean uh,
0: everything that you're trying practically to love them? it's kind of being rejected
4: yeah I guess so like you're trying to sell into them but and they take it but it just never seems to be enough yeah like you just can't hit the spot like obviously you know <laughs> God can hit the spot but maybe yeah. it's taking time and maybe you're that person who they're going to um because I think in today's society I think like and with social media especially what what you were saying is impacting like everyone today. Yeah. and I agree our thoughts oh. are changing and
1: the way we think and um, but yeah how do you like how do you if you're getting drained or like I don't know if you find an experience with it yeah. personally yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> um I don't know if there's like any like way that you can I don't know like we as hard as we can try can't really like change people like mm. and especially like um I don't know like when in someone with like a mental illness like depression or anxiety or something like that and they're like like, everything just gets twisted, like, regardless of, like, even if you speak, like, the nicest thing, like, they'll just, like, hear it in a weird ear, and then just, like, won't, like, like you're saying, like, nothing can just, like, really, like, grab it, but I, yeah, I, I literally, like, don't feel like there's any, like, easy thing that we can do, apart from, like, the most powerful thing that we can do is just, like, if we really love them, just, like, get on our knees and, like, just, like, pray and just be, like, God, do you need to step in here? Because, like, it's only by His power that people are going to get set free because, like, their mind's, like, freaked up and it's, like, we can't renew their mind or anything like that. And that's what I feel like was a massive testament to my parents because, like, especially because Mum had gone through, like, mental illness really bad Dad hadn't, and they both were there, and I was just like sucking like everything the what no matter what they did, and then to see the different approaches as well, like both were really helpful, but Dad just like didn't get it that what he said wouldn't help, and that and Mum just got it, and so then they were always there for me to like lean on, but um like the thing that actually made the difference was like they did not give up like praying for me mm. and yeah and I feel like just like as well you bringing yourself to God and be like I'm getting so worn out by this like I can't do anything because it gets so worn out because they all just like take, take, take and you're like oh my goodness I can't and so like without like being like in a place of where I don't know God's love is just so ridiculous in our life that it's just overflowing and we there's too much for us to even have for ourselves then we can just like start just like so then they can never like take from us kind of thing which is like so yeah I just feel like getting on getting on our knees for them and just like really just getting to a place where we're just like receiving like his love like truly and yeah because like literally this is what mum and dad always say as well like because one day they always remember this like one day where they were trying to like talk me out it was when I kind of just confessed all of like my like party lifestyle and all the drugs I was doing and stuff like that and I was like I'm doing this and then they just got so cut by it and then they were, like, trying to help me, and then they were always having these conversations and giving me truth and stuff like that. And um, they're like, why well, Why don't you just stop it? And I'm like, I just don't care, so I just can't stop it because, I, like, I don't actually care about life, so I don't really have any desire to stop it. And then while they're just preaching, like, the biggest truths about God's love, it's just, like, literally... They said, like, they'll look into my eyes, and they said they just saw death, and, like, they just... It was literally just like stone and they just could not. And so they were like, okay, maybe this is the time we just shut up and just love him and just like get on our knees and just pray for him. And like, yeah, I honestly just, I don't think that I would still be here if they hadn't been on their knees praying. So maybe. yeah, I think that's prayers so powerful.
3: Yeah. Sometimes
2: you just have to hand over because um, to God and because mm. even your love is I had to not bring her into my home she reached a point where she now had to um, she finished school and she had to go off and do her own thing i had to hand her to God mm. and, and I still hear from her now and her life's not quite what I would like but it's beautiful mm. like she's improved so much but I had to let her go and I had to say mm. i put you in god's hands because mm. I would have ruined her life by taking her in. I probably wouldn't have ruined her life. I would have hoped that I could have, but who knows, I don't have the skill to mentally lean the person forward. It, it had to be gone. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think i just say one last thing, and we'll wrap it up, because it's like 9.30 now. But um, I don't have a ton of experience with that particular question. But simply, I would just probably agree with Ben. Just say, pray for them constantly. Don't stop. Just keep seeking the kingdom for them. Love them the best that you know how. You can only do the best that you can for them. Just spend time with them. Text them. Think about them. Pray about them. Seek them. Mm -hmm. Just do your best. Do your best you can to love them. And then that last little bit that you said, like how do you stop being drained? That's something I personally do have a lot of experience with. Because I found found that... um, it's actually all about how... i probably preach on, on one night on this at some point in teaching night, but it's actually all about how you manage your hope because humans literally need hope in order to keep going every day. If you don't have hope, you die. Like, they did this experiment a few years ago where they put these rats in these pools and um, they just let them swim around and, like, eventually, um, after, like, 15 minutes, the rats started to drown. And then... Uh, Then they what they did was they did it again with like different rats I think it was, and then after when it got close to no as in they didn't actually drown they pulled them out they started to drown um then when they got close to that fifteen minute point where they were starting to drown they pulled them out and gave them a bit of food and then put them back in again and then apparently they stayed swimming. In that thing I, can't, I think it was like 64 hours no <laughs> it's not a joke it's something ridiculous that is so- and and they, the scientific like uh, answer was because they had hope that was what they the scientists came up with at the end they were like the only reason they've actually were able to survive that long is because hope empowered them like if I I might be able to like get it get out of here you know what I mean like, they, they just kept going they just kept going and we need hope too just as much like if you ever meet someone that's purely hopeless it is draining to the soul because it's just like people need hope but you also need hope too and so what i found with this kind of stuff with helping loving other people is it's how you manage your hope and i'll give you just a really quick demonstration hopefully this makes sense i've not really spoke about it much before but yeah anyways um you need to keep your hope like let's just let's just say you have like a certain amount of money of hope that you can put somewhere right like you can, Put it all on this, right? You need to keep it in God and in nothing else. Because when you try and love someone, right, your hope will want to shift to, oh, when they get better. Or like I'm praying for them and I'm praying for this healing and then your hope will start to shift to, they're gonna get healed. And then what happens is you get constantly let down and disappointed because your hope shifted from God to something that can't withstand your hope, which is everything else in the world. That might sound kind of crazy and weird, but hopefully it makes sense. When you start thinking about it, it's like, yeah, every, every time we try and do something for someone else or love someone or pray for something, our hope can shift from God to something else. Like, I just can't wait till my, till my mom gets this or I can't wait till like my dad gets set free or he's finally stops uh, smoking or drinking or whatever. It's so draining because you're constantly waiting for that day and that day just doesn't seem to keep, doesn't seem to come, right? And so you've got, to, you've got to take care of yourself by making sure your hope is rooted and grounded in God because he will never let you down. But circumstances and people and, all the, and the things that we, we face in this life, they will constantly let you down. And it's only so, only so long you can keep going on by being constantly disappointed and let down before you give up entirely. That's when you get drained. When your hope is in like, oh, I can't wait for them to finally get this. Like when I said in this podcast, they're finally going to get it no, don't put your hope in they're going to finally get it when they listen to this podcast they might not you put your hope in God and you love them the best that you can and that that will so take care of your own heart and you you won't be able to be touched by that because nothing's going to let you down when you keep your hope in God does that make sense? yeah Yeah. so that was just like a little snippet of what's to come but like hopefully that's like practical as well like yeah cool awesome Um, yeah do you
1: want me to read a mini thing on the
0: natural power of hope? yeah do it that's, that's the last thing, then we'll finish up.
1: Um, neuroscientists are investigating the science of hope. It turns out that a feeling of hopefulness changes your brain. Your brain pumps chemicals when experiencing the sensation of hope. These chemicals block pain and accelerate healing. Yeah. Hope, which involves belief and expectation, causes the brain to release neurochemicals called endorphins and encephalins, don't know what that is, which actually mimic the effects of morphine. The result is that the brain can overcome hurdles and move to a place of recovery. In scientific terms, hope and recovery are not causally connected, but they are correlated. And this dude who wrote the thing goes, I believe hope is as vital to the brain as the oxygen we breathe.
6: Wow.
0: Yeah. Hectic. Wow. Jesus. I got this, just on the back of that, I literally got this little word today. Sorry. Last thing i <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally got this little word today. I was like, I was going to finish with this one sentence. And I didn't know why I got this word, but I was like, I'll just write it down just in case. And then I looked at it like 10 minutes ago. I was like, should I read it? I was like, nah, it's late. People won't want to. But then since you read that, I feel like it sits right on the back of it. So God knew. Um, Just close your eyes for just 10 seconds. And just when I say this, really believe it, okay? The best that you know how. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. You might have had an amazing life so far but still the best is yet to come or you might have had an absolutely horrific crap life so far the best is yet to come how much does that just give you life hey do <laughs> you believe it the best is yet to come
3: <laughs> you have a
0: hope to look forward to you got you guys have so much stuff to look forward to in your life like people say mm-hmm. when you get to a certain age it's all downhill from there no the best is yet to come I'm in it's down the lotta the easy bit. <laughs> <laughs>